Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Good morning and welcome to Bayou Sports here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240 on this big hump day, October the 18th. Of course, uh, Major League Baseball, we're in the playoffs, and uh, the Phillies last night uh, just kept hitting them out the ballpark. Meanwhile, the Astros will see if they can recover up in Arlington as they take on the Rangers tonight. College football last night, three games on tap. We'll talk a little bit about that. Of course, uh, later on during the program uh, at 7.30, we'll have uh, head football coach Rick Hudson on speaking about his uh, his Highland Baptist team, and then at 7.45, uh, Artie Lioza will be on uh, to talk about his game last week and also his upcoming game against West St. Mary. Meanwhile, NFL action. The Saints play tomorrow night, folks. Short week. Could be uh, missing both their offensive tackles. We'll talk a little bit about that. And possibly Lawrence, the quarterback from Jacksonville, may not play. Anyway, NCAA basketball, that's right, folks. NCAA basketball right around the corner as uh, that's getting ready to crank up. We have the preseason uh, rankings that were released yesterday. Elsewhere, the uh, in NBA, the Pelicans, you know, over the years, uh, uh, seems like Zion Williamson's missed game after game. I see we're here in Ingram. Brandon Ingram have only played 92 games together in four years. We'll talk a little bit about that. And, of course, always our Today in Sports History. Uh, we'll uh, bring that up uh, later on in the last segment of the show. Meanwhile, last night, uh, Jeff, the Phillies just uh, banging balls out the ballpark as uh, they shut out the D-backs uh, last night in the second game of the best out of seven series, 10 to nothing. And uh, they just, the Philly fans, uh, are so vocal uh, in that regard. Of course, uh, after the Phillies now have uh, uh, two games to none lead, they've got to head uh, out to Arizona where the D-backs will finally have some home field advantage, hopefully. But the way the Phillies are hitting the ball right now, just amazing, too. I mean amazing. I, I coined the term Schwarbaum back in 2015. After that, one he put on the Wrigley Field video board against the Cardinals uh, in the I think that was the, the, the divisional series uh, before the Cubs lost to the Mets in the uh, championship the series. Cardinals won 100 games that yeah. year. The Cubs uh, caught fire at the right time with they a did. bunch of young players. Uh, didn't get to the series that year, of course, won it the next year. But I coined the term shore bomb, and I just wish I would have copyrighted it because yeah. now they're using it left and right. and. Hit a few last night. He, that he did, and uh, what more can you say? It's the Phillies now. Just they look like uh, the team to beat as they they blistered the Braves uh, in uh, three out of four games. Uh, with of course uh, the Braves uh, setting an all-time uh, home run record for Major League Baseball, tying the Twins, I think, from 2019 with 307 home runs, almost hitting two every ball game. That that's still pretty impressive. But the Braves went down to the Phillies, and the Phillies right now are making mincemeat out of the D-backs, of course. It's the best out of seven, not the best out of five, as they're going to head back now to uh, Arizona where the D-backs hopefully uh, get things going. Meanwhile, uh, later on today, of course, they'll be traveling today, so they won't play again till Wednesday, I mean uh, Thursday. Meanwhile, uh, Arlington, up in Arlington, uh, the Astros got their work cut out for them. Have they've dropped the two first games in their uh, championship series against the Rangers. Astros got to win four out the next five. Of course, they're capable of doing that. But right now, the Astros aren't hitting the ball at all, and uh, the Rangers are taking advantage of that. Of course, uh, tonight's matchups uh, pretty be uh, pretty interesting in that regard as 
uh, Max Scherheiser is going to throw for the Rangers. And I heard some commentary that it's to the Astros' advantage. I'm not so sure about that. It'll uh, be interesting to see how long he lasts. Yes. Because he's been uh, injured, had been injured, and he hasn't pitched a, in a game in quite some time. So it'll be interesting to see uh, how much of a leash they give him, um, whether or not he's pitching well or not. But uh, it, it'll be interesting to see him on the mound and see if that trade finally pays off for the Rangers after acquiring him from the Mets uh, earlier this year. Of course, it didn't work so well for the Astros the other night when they acquired uh, Verlander from the Mets also as uh, Texas takes him down. Of course, tonight, Christian Javier, uh, a 10-5 and and a 4-5-6 ERA will go against Max Scherzer, uh, who's 13-6 and with a 3.7 center. As Jeff said, you know, hadn't pitched in a while. Of course, uh, that game tonight tonight can be uh, watched on Fox 1 uh, with that, of course, uh, first pitch. A little after 7 o'clock, uh, Houston uh, it trails in the series zero games to two. Uh, and Texas has built up a pretty good lead there at home. Uh, we'll see uh, if that's an advantage or not. Texas, the betting favorite tonight, minus 126. And have they lost a game in the postseason yet? Because I think they, they swept the Orioles. They I'm did. pretty sure they won the only the two out of three but swept that opening series as well in Tampa. Yeah. Why would I say they maybe they lost one game to the to uh no they swept the Warriors, you're right about that. And did they sweep the Tampa Bay uh double rays or the Rays I should say. Uh you might be right. I'm not so sure but uh maybe I'm thinking though the Phillies only have one loss. They lost to the Braves, I do believe uh in their best out of uh, uh five you know, that game five series. to four uh, game yes the eighth inning home run. Right. Anyway, uh, so we'll see if uh, the Astros, I know a lot of Astros fans here in this area, uh, they're down right now. Uh, I know my sister over in Houston was glued to the TV uh, watching the Astros. Uh, so I, I almost uh, wanted to give her a call last night and think they could make it. I mean, they're not hitting the ball. Simple as that. And Rangers did win uh, two straight uh, in Tampa. Okay, so, so they haven't St. lost. Peter, they haven't yeah. lost in the uh, in the playoffs. So uh, interesting in that regard. So uh, we'll see how that all comes out tonight. Uh, of course, as I said, uh, Philly traveling to uh, Arizona to play their uh, third game uh, tomorrow night. Meanwhile, the Astros tonight. Uh, as I mentioned, first pitch, 54-degree uh, weather up in Arlington. Uh, They'll have the roof closed. Yeah, though. should. Uh, four miles per hour, the wind left to right. But uh, as you mentioned, as the roof being closed uh, with that temperature. So uh, interesting as it is. Of course, last night uh, we had some NCAA football last night. We had on three games last night. Uh, Two were interesting, uh, uh, and one was a blowout. I just can't believe South Alabama. Southern Miss is really down right now as Willie Hall, uh, the new co-chair in his third year. South Alabama, the Jaguars beat uh, Southern Miss last night 55-3 to and uh, just was as complete and utter uh, as uh, the – the Jaguars, of course, of the Sun Belt, beat uh, Southern Miss at Conference USA, 31 to nothing at halftime. Uh, uh, South Alabama scored another 17 to three in the third quarter over uh, Southern Miss, and then put up a late score to make the route uh, in fashion. Of course, uh, they were 18-point favorites in that game, South Alabama, and. Uh, I want to say they were the preseason favorite in the Sun Belt this year. Of course, uh, the Cajuns haven't uh, faced South Alabama yet. Uh, they uh, have a, a, another game in line uh, later on uh, uh, this weekend as uh, they'll be uh, playing 
going through that Georgia State, who comes in 5-1, and one too. So uh, we'll see how the Cajuns do this weekend. Matter of fact, uh, in the other two games last night, Liberty stays undefeated. They uh, beat Middle Tennessee State 42-35 to in a high-scoring game. Uh, Liberty had over 500 yards of offense. Uh, Middle Tennessee had a, a little over 400, so and a pretty entertaining game. Meanwhile, the other game uh, last night, Jackson State, Rod, Rod Rodriguez, uh, the coach of Jackson State, they upset uh, uh, Western Kentucky uh, by the score of 20-17. to 17. Uh, Jacksonville State scores uh, 10 points in the fourth quarter to take down Western Kentucky, who was uh, uh, the betting favorite that game, just all over a touchdown. So, uh, uh, collegiate action uh, heating up again tonight, too, as we've got a couple games as uh, Florida International takes on Sam Houston State at 6 o'clock. That game can be seen on uh, the CBS Sports Network. Sam Houston State hadn't won a game yet this year, but they're the favorite, a five-point pick over Florida International. Meanwhile, the other game uh, later on tonight, uh, New Mexico State takes on UTEP. That game can be seen on ESPN2. New Mexico State, a three-point pick over and under is 47-and-a-half. That game's going to be played out in the Sun Bowl Stadium in El Paso, uh, home field of uh, Texas El Paso. Meanwhile, in uh, other action uh, with uh, collegiate football, of course, the LSU Tigers uh, take on the Army Cadets. Uh, uh, the Black Knights uh, coming down from the Hudson uh, to uh, take on LSU. LSU, uh, as, well, as much as uh, Army runs the football uh, to slow the game down, LSU is a 30-point pick in that ball game. Uh, just amazing uh, considering uh, Army's going to run the football, not as much as they used to, but they come in uh, in the game uh, uh, averaging uh, uh, 100 and, uh, right at 200 yards on the ground, LSU at 215 course a lot of that due to a Daniels the quarterback who scrambles picks up seems like huge yardage whenever he is able to get out of the pocket head downfield of course LSU uh, number two in the country in total offense at 550 yards a game of course Daniels uh, makes that engine go with the two wide receivers he's got now a third and Lacey uh, the, who entered the transfer portal from UL a couple years ago in the meantime of course LSU's defense should stand tall uh, in, in this game. They, they do give up 30 points a game, but uh, the way Army runs the football uh, to slow the clock down, Army only averages 20 points a, 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 a game uh, in that. So LSU, excuse me, averaging 45 a game. They give up uh, 30. Meanwhile, Army averaging 24 and a half points a game. So uh, going to be an interesting ball game. That game can be seen if you have access to the SEC network. It's the only way you'll be able to see that game uh, in full. Meanwhile, uh, with regards to the Cajuns, they come in at 4-2 and two against the 5-1 and one, uh, Georgia State team. That game can be seen on ESPNU. Uh, the Cajuns come in a three-point uh, favorite. Uh, 63 is over and under. Cajuns are averaging 35.5 points a game, which is 20, 23rd in the country. Meanwhile, Georgia State coming in at uh, 33 points a game. They're 40th. Cajuns have done a pretty good job uh, moving the football. Uh, they're 26th in the country with 448 yards of total offense. Georgia State comes in at 422. They're 46th. Cajuns passing 223 a game with the uh, young rookie 
I should say rookie, but uh, second-year quarterback, uh, Chris out of Baton Rouge, uh, who's given uh, the Cajuns a big boost when uh, Woodring has gone down with an injury. So uh, with that, Cajuns also uh, averaging 224 yards on the ground. They're seventh in the country. Uh, meanwhile, third down efficiency, the Cajuns at 36 at 45 uh, making third down possessions at 45%. Uh, Georgia State, 50%. They're 13th in the country, converting third downs. Uh, elsewhere, defensively, the Cajuns are giving up 29 points a game, while Georgia State giving up about 24. Uh, total yards of Cajuns, 369. Uh, Georgia State, 412. So uh, that's where the game may be one of the Cajuns' offense can keep and hold on to the ball. Meanwhile, elsewhere, um, uh, the Cajuns only give up 152 yards on the ground. Georgia State gives up uh, 112 yards on the ground. So uh, interesting game, as I mentioned, can be seen. Uh, uh, first, uh, I should say, kickoff Saturday the 21st will be at 7 o'clock as the Cajuns look to add on to uh, their full win total uh, against Georgia State. So interesting ball game, though, in that regard. Uh, elsewhere, some other big games uh, around the country uh, – uh, to keep an eye on uh, with uh, top uh, top 25 teams in uh, playing football this weekend. Of course, uh, uh, Penn State at Ohio State, that's that's the big game, I think, of the weekend out of the Big Ten. Ohio State's a three-and-a-half-point pick. They are playing in the in the U, uh, I should say, uh, Ohio Stadium, uh, the horseshoe, uh, as uh, Ohio State uh, over and under is 46 uh, should be the big game of the week. Uh, Penn State, both are undefeated. Both are Ohio State's number three in the country. Penn State, number uh, seven. Uh, elsewhere, other games around the country. Uh, the third Sunday in um, October, Tennessee travels to Alabama to take on the Tide. Both uh, Tennessee is five and one. Alabama, six and one. Alabama, an eight and a half point pick in that game. That game can be seen on the CBS network, which uh, broadcasts the uh, SEC games as a big game. As uh, we'll see if uh, Alabama, who's been playing well, a lot better lately with Milrose at the quarterback position with the uh, juggling uh, of quarterback uh, for a few games for Alabama. So uh, we'll see with that. Number eight, Texas takes uh, travels to uh, Houston to take on the Cougars in a ball game. Texas, a three touchdown pick in that game. That game can be seen on Fox uh, Saturday afternoon uh, with a kickoff at um at uh, 3 o'clock uh, Saturday afternoon. Other interesting games, Ole Miss is at Auburn. Ole Miss has touchdown pick in that game, number 13 Ole Miss. Elsewhere, Duke is at Florida State. We'll see if uh, Duke can keep going. They're 5-1 and one on the year. Florida State, number four in the country. They're 6-0. and oh. That game can be seen on ABC. The kickoff will be at 6.30. Uh, as uh, Coach Sperry used to say, Free Shoes University is a two-touchdown pick in that game as the Seminoles take on uh, – uh, uh, the Dukies uh, in a big ball game. Elsewhere, inter-state uh, matchup, uh, Michigan takes on Michigan State. Uh, Michigan, number two in the country, a uh, 24-point pick in that game. Yeah, not a big um, big matchup this year. Uh, often it's a big lo- looking forward to game in the Big Ten, but uh, state down so far. Yeah, that's an NBC game uh, Saturday night at 6.30 uh, kickoff uh, as Michigan State, who would thunk a two and four in the year right now. Of course, the uh, Wolverines seven and zero uh, just coming in mashing as they're averaging about forty points a game. Uh, Michigan State, the Spartans twenty two uh, with that, and uh, of course uh, 
the Michigan defense, number one in the country, giving up uh, scoring points. They give up only uh, 6.7 points a game. That's first in the country. Meanwhile, uh, the Spartans give up 24.3 points. That's 61st in the country. Other big-time action, as we talked a little bit about LSU taking on the cadets uh, uh, from Army, uh, West Point, the Black Knights, uh, 30-point pick. Uh, uh, I just see the way Army runs the ball. Uh, you, you, they're going to wear the clock off a little bit. but uh, well, they, They've got to get first downs to wear the clock, though. Yeah, well, the Tigers do. The Tiger defense does give up some points uh, and uh, running LSU's uh, uh, – Rushing yards, they give up 157 a game, which is 90th in the country. So uh, we'll see if uh, Army can hold on to the ball a little bit. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, LSU, big pick in that game. Uh, speed's going to be the difference in that game, both offensively and defensively. Meanwhile, uh, a late game uh, at a 7 o'clock kickoff, though, uh, on Fox is uh, Utah, number 14 in the country, takes on USC. Uh, number 18, uh, of course, Utah beat USC twice last year, uh, not only in the regular season, but also for the uh, Pac-12 championship. And uh, Utah already has a big win this year as they down the Florida Gators, I think, the opening weekend, uh, Billy Napier's team. Uh, we'll see. That's our game's going to be on Fox out of Los Angeles as Utah, the Utes, take on uh, the Trojans. And uh, – uh, last week, uh, USC was pretty much embarrassed by Notre Dame in South Bend. I think the final score was it similar to the LSU score, like uh, 48 to 20 or something of that nature. So uh, we'll see with the Trojans and Caleb Williams, uh, the current Heisman Trophy winner, uh, threw three picks last week in the first half in that game as uh, Notre Dame goes on to beat up on uh, the Trojans. Elsewhere, uh, UCLA uh, takes on Stanford, who had a big win last week. They come back from 29 down to beat Colorado and Coach Prime's team, uh, I believe in, uh, was it triple overtime last week? Uh, May score have been. Of, uh, 46-43, something of that nature. And uh, should be, uh, we'll see how uh, Stanford holds up. I think Colorado's off this week. Uh, I do believe uh, they get a breather. Uh, meanwhile, also the late game um, on uh, Fox 1 uh, is number 5, Washington, hosting Arizona State, who's 1-5. Meanwhile, uh, Washington with a big win last week over Oregon, a uh, big rival game up in that uh, part of the country as uh, Washington 6-0. and uh, They're a 26.5-point pick over uh, uh, Arizona State, and 58 uh, is the over and under in that ball game. And uh, uh, of course, Arizona State taking their lickings this uh, this year, but uh, Washington with a big game. We'll see if they have a little bit of a letdown in that regard. Uh, elsewhere, two in state, Tulane number twenty three takes on North Texas. North Texas can put up points, but can their defense stop anybody? We'll see how the Greenies do. Homecoming for Tulane over in that game. Of course, we mentioned about the Cajuns uh, in their game. So a uh, lot of uh, football uh, on the action uh, through that. Uh, if you like uh, collegiate football this weekend, uh, the games uh, will be played all week this week. We've got a couple tonight, as I mentioned, and uh, with that. But uh, uh, the uh, Florida International, Sam Houston, New Mexico State, UTEP, uh, uh, of course, with that, uh, later on tomorrow, they even have uh, two more games tomorrow, collegiate-style Rice at Tulsa. James Madison, who's undefeated, takes on Marshall. And then Friday night, we have a Southern Methodist at Temple. Uh, a lot of football over the weekend. Of course, the Saints uh, played uh, tomorrow night also. And uh, as I mentioned, their two starting tackles, Hurst and Ramchak, 
don't look like they'll make the game. Uh, they've been bringing in some uh, other offensive linemen. Uh, of course, they took Ruiz, who was an, uh, who's been a, mostly an offensive guard for the Saints, and moved him outside last weekend against uh, uh, Houston Texans. And uh, and Penning, they brought back in the game. They had sat him. And uh, a lot of talk about Penning. Uh, can he do the job in protecting uh, the blind side of uh, Derek Carr? So uh, Carr threw for 300 yards again in that game. Uh, but the red zone uh, offense of the Saints has been uh, riddled, uh, not being able to stick it into the end zone. And, of course, uh, a couple missed field goals, one of 50 yards, and the other a short field goal of 29 yards, which is pretty much inexcusable, like an extra point. But uh, Groupie, the new uh, rookie kicker, uh, I believe has missed uh, three field goals this year. And, of course, the first one he missed cost him the Green Bay game. Meanwhile, the two uh, Sunday could have uh, made the score a little bit easier. Saints might have just had to kick a field goal uh, to win the game uh, up in Houston uh, this past weekend, but uh, it was not meant to be. So in the meantime, I uh, got a couple of coaches online uh, to come on uh, Bayou Sports in the next few minutes. So uh, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. You're listening to Bayou Sports here on Kane Radio or Hump Day, October the 18th. Uh, we'll be back with more right after this. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Athletic field provides challenges that test the competitor. It is in that challenge that you realize you can accomplish things you have never thought you could accomplish. I am Jacob Lander and I'm running for state representative in District 49. I've created hundreds of jobs, good paying jobs that families can build prosperous lives based on those jobs. This is my challenge and I need your help. Your vote and your support will ignite a bright new future for all of us. Paid for by the Jacob Landry for Louisiana campaign. Is it time for a new roof or to repair the old one? Hi, this is Jake Blanchard with L.A. Classic Roofing. We're a third-generation roofing contractor that has been in the business for over 70 years. As a locally owned and operated company, we're also licensed and insured for your peace of mind. We offer free estimates and a $100 referral fee for full roof replacement. Check us out on Facebook at L.A. Classic Roofing. And the number to call is 465-3888. L.A. Classic Roofing, professional roofing solutions since the 1950s. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. Become a part of something bigger and join the team. We're currently hiring for drivers, warehousemen, riggers, crane operators, and forklift operators to work out of Port Fouchon. So apply now at danos.com or call 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. Now back to Bayou Sports. Phone lines are open to talk sports at 367-1240. Welcome back to Bayou Sports here on Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. And on the line with us is head football coach Rick Hudson from the Holland Baptist Bears. Good morning, coach, and welcome to the show. Good morning, guys. Hey, uh, coach. Uh, I know uh, things uh, just had not going right for you this year. Just a tough, tough game against uh, – uh, Covenant Christian uh, last Friday, and uh, of course you take on a, 
a rejuvenated uh, Generette team who's been playing well this year and uh, had a, their first winning season in years, uh, I believe, last year. He even had a home playoff game. And, Coach, uh, just a little synopsis about the game Friday and then uh, your upcoming game against the Generette Tigers, uh, I do believe, over in Generette uh, this coming uh, Friday night. Well, um, like I said, it's, it's very similar to what we've dealt with pretty much every week this year. Uh Thought we played much better defensively this week, uh, particularly in the first half. But then we gave up uh, a touchdown right at the end of the uh, second quarter. It was a 14-point game, and we had the ball coming out <clears throat> start the second half. And we'd had some success offensively moving the ball and getting some first downs. We just uh, uh, kind of got stuck there, you know, once we get in the red zone. And uh, I know this sounds like the same story every week, but uh, gave up a late touchdown there right before halftime. Uh Real proud of the kids, though. They battled back, uh, drove down and scored in the fourth quarter uh, and still still had their, their starters in the game. It wasn't anything against backups or anything like that. But we put two, two drives together in the fourth quarter and only came away with points on one of them. So, Coach, uh, again, uh, you've had a few days since we spoke Saturday morning to uh, uh, assess that performance and how you improve upon it. Right, and then, you know, moving on to Generat, you know, they, they're having a, a, a great season this year. They've got 12 seniors, which is probably the largest number of seniors they've had in a while, uh, and a lot of these kids have been playing since they were freshmen. So uh, they're doing a great job over there. The coaching staff does a great job uh, offensively. They've got uh, they've got some, some weapons at, at all the receiver positions, and the quarterback is a good operator, uh, and they have a good scheme right now. So... Uh, they're doing a great job, and, and, and their season is reflecting it. Coach, uh, I know numbers are uh, always an issue, but uh, probably playing a team with similar numbers just maybe uh, a little more experienced uh, with those numbers. But how do you look down uh, the line, the 6th, 7th, 8th graders over there at Highland, and uh, get them onto the football field? Well, we our middle school won uh, their last game last night, played uh, Westminster or Lafayette, a team who'd beaten them early in the season, and, and last night they won 18 to nothing. had a had a really good showing last night. And, uh, you know, we're, we're operating with about 20 players uh, at that age level, which is, is uh, good for our, for our numbers. So, uh, you know, the, the key is uh, not only getting them out, but keeping them out. So I think we've got something to build on there with, with that group. There you go. So, again, uh, making the trip to Generate this week. Uh, anything the fans need to know about that game? No, we're out of school on Friday with parent-teacher conference, but the game, obviously the game is still on. Uh, in other news, our, our girls won the parish cross-country meet this week, this weekend, and uh, they'll be at Eagle Ridge next Monday uh, for another meet, and that'll be a big meet. Uh and I think I think our boys finished runner-up in the parish meet uh, to Westgate. So that, and then Saturday we also had uh, our volleyball tournament, which 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 went very well. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. We spoke of it Saturday morning. Uh, hopefully, a good turnout. Uh, how'd the girls do? I uh, did fine. Did fine. They've been playing a bunch of games these last couple of weeks with tournaments and and, and a couple of fill-in games. So I know uh, I know our volleyball coach, Coach Shina Brooks, was. Uh, <laughs> She was pretty tired yesterday morning. It was a long weekend. I gotcha. Coach, anything else to add? Uh, anything going on on campus otherwise that you want to share with us? I 
can't think of anything off the top of my head right now. All right. Coach, always a pleasure. We'll look forward to recapping your game against Generette Saturday morning and again next Wednesday here on Bayou Sports. Good deal. We'll talk to you then. Looking right. forward to it, Coach. Yeah, good luck to you, Coach. Anyway, uh, meanwhile, just a tough year for uh, Holland Baptist Bears. We've had some pretty good years, too. And, uh, Jeff, we go back. Uh, we remember doing that first game uh, uh, over at Nish where the uh, Holland Baptist uh, Bears uh, beat a team from home, I think, that night in uh, their first ever basketball game, I think in the end of August, back in 2009, I do believe. So, uh, anyway, come a long way. Uh, Holland Baptist has their own now sports complex over there off of Trotter Street, and a pretty nice complex uh, for the Bears. Meanwhile, uh, another news, too, uh, Jeff, I saw uh, where uh, the NFL's eyeing playing a game or games in Spain and Brazil as they anticipate hosting a, a 2024 game either in Madrid or Brazil, and it continues to expand uh, the global footprint in the National Football League. So uh, interesting in that matter. Also, Netflix uh, Cup. Now, Netflix uh, first live sports broadcast will be a golf tournament on November the 14th in Las Vegas fe- featuring four PGA Tour pros and four F1 drivers. So interesting. Also, if you hadn't heard this, the uh, – Women's poll is out for basketball, and LSU is the number one preseason favorite for the first time. UConn, Iowa, UCLA, and Utah round out the top five. So uh, we'll see how uh, Coach uh, uh, does for the Tigers this year, Kim Mulkey. Meanwhile, uh, in other sports news, uh, uh, you know, looking around, you know, we've been complaining about the Saints not being able to put up more than 20 points in a ball game this year. And uh, believe it or not, the NFL scoring fell to a five-year low last season as defenses adjusted to the modern passing revolution. So far this season, it even it's even worse. Teams are averaging 21.7 points a game, down from 21.9 last year, and tied with 2017 for the fewest since the 2009 season. Uh, teams are also averaging just uh, 330 yards on offense, the fewest since 2008. And this tracks, uh, given we've just completed uh, in a week, which four teams scored in single digits, and another 14 failed to crack 20 points. Those anemic offenses uh, were, in fact, historic with uh, unders. The unders going 12-2-1 in week six, the best week for the unders in 27 years. Anyway, so you got to say, so what's going on? Revamped uh, pass defenses still appear at least partially responsible for the scoring decline. And with teams so far scoring their fewest uh, receiving TDs per game since 2008, the league's six worst scoring offenses may also be to blame as their ineptitude uh, drags down league-wide performances. The Bengals, who would have thought were only averaging 16.7 points per game. The Raiders, likewise, 16.7. Uh, the Falcons, 16.5. The Steelers, 15.8. The Patriots, 12. And the lowly Giants, 11.8, are averaging fewer points per game than any team did uh, last season. Meanwhile, on the other side of it, uh, kickers are crushing it. And it they're, they're nailing their field goals at a record clip, 87%, and the extra points at 97.9, by far the highest since the league moved them back in 2015. So, uh um uh, just amazing too uh as we complain about the saints not being able to score more than 20 points 
they never, uh, you know, a third of, of the league uh, teams can't score uh, more than 16. So uh, it's amazing uh, how that takes place uh, with that. Of course, meanwhile, we talked a little bit about it earlier in the show. The Phillies blanked the Diamondbacks 10 nothing to take the 2 nothing lead in the National League Championship Series lead in their historic dominant playoff run. You're ready by the numbers? The Phillies' plus 33 run differential so far is the largest ever in any eight-game postseason span, and their 15 homers over their last four games are the most ever over a four-game postseason span. Meanwhile, home sweet home, those 15 homers also all have come at Citizens Bank Park where the Phillies are now 28-11 and 11 all-time in the playoffs, the best record in any postseason for any team in any ballpark for that matter. So, uh, anyway, uh, the Phillies are just crushing the ball right now, and uh, we'll see how that's all going to come into play. Uh, as I mentioned, too, earlier, of course, uh, the Saints playing uh, tomorrow night as they take on the Jaguars. Uh, Saints could be uh, – not, their two offensive tackles might not be available. Trevor Penning uh, has had some issues with pass blocking, protecting uh, Derek Carr's uh, blind side. We'll see how that's all going to work out. Uh, Hurst and Ramchek uh, both nursing injuries for the Saints. And uh, as I mentioned earlier in the broadcast, had to move Ruiz outside to right tackle when uh, Ramchek went down. Uh, so the Saints uh trying to fill some holes right now. Uh, on the offensive line, who has not really played well most of the year. Of course, the Jaguars uh, come in. They had a big win uh, last week uh, in a 30-7-20 to victory uh, in their last game. So uh, with that, uh, we'll see how uh, that's all going to play out. Meanwhile, uh, in uh, other uh, NFL action uh, as the Saints, and believe it or not, the Saints are a one-point pick for that game on uh, Amazon tomorrow night. Yeah, I've got to think the Trevor Lawrence injury uh, watch is a big part of that uh, spread because if if he was a sure thing in this game, I I would think the Jags would be uh, a road favorite. Yeah, you're right. Of course, the Jags uh, are averaging uh, right at 24 points a game. They're 10th in the league. The Saints at 18.2. They're 24th. Uh, the Jags uh, put up 355 yards of offense. They're 12th in the league. Saints at 21st at 333 uh, passing yards. The Jags a little bit better. They're 13th. The Saints are 14th, 241 to 238. Uh, elsewhere rushing, uh, the Jags are 15th in the league at uh, 114 yards a game. Uh, the Saints at 96 yards per game. Uh, third down efficiency, the Saints are just a shade better at 38%. Uh, the Jags at 36. Fourth down, the Saints at 40%. The Jags at a third, 33 and a third. Elsewhere, time of possession where the Jags are sixth in the league. Saints are 10th, though, 32-16 for the Jags, while 31 minutes, 28 seconds for the Saints defensively. The Saints, you know, the number six defense in the league, they uh, give up only 16 points a game. Of course, the Saints haven't scored more than uh, 18, it seems, a game. But uh, the Jags are giving up right at 20 points a game, which is 15th in the league. Total yards, the Jags are 21st, giving up 345 yards. Meanwhile, the Saints giving up only 278 yards per game. That's fifth in the league. Passing yardage, uh, the Jags give up uh, 270. That's 31st in the league. Let's see if Carr can have a good game. Hopefully, I think I pass protect for him. Meanwhile, uh, the Saints only give up 182 yards per game passing, which is fifth in the league. Rushing yards, uh, the Jags give up uh, 
only 95 yards a game. That's third in the league. The Saints at 96. That's ninth. So uh, some stats pretty much line up the same in that regard. So we'll see, excuse me, how the uh, how the Saints and the Jags do tomorrow night on Prime. Uh, Amazon Network uh, uh, kickoff of that game. Uh, it's around 720, I do believe, as the Saints and uh, uh the Jags get off at 7.15 is a kickoff approximately tomorrow night. Uh, with that, just about time to take another break here on Kane Radio Bayou Sports, FM 107.5 and AM 12.40. We'll be back with uh, another coach, Artie Lauza, right after this. Nowadays, none of us can be without adequate insurance coverage, but we still want to be sure we're getting the best value for the money. That's why so many people call the Schwing Insurance Agency to get a quote. The Schwing family has been handling the insurance needs of businesses and homeowners for almost 80 years. You can depend on Schwing Insurance to find the coverage you need at the best price. So before you buy a new policy or renew an existing one, call the Schwing Insurance Agency for a quote at 365-2357. Schwing Insurance, 300 East Main, across from the shadows. Athletic field provides challenges that test their competitor. It is in that challenge that you realize you can accomplish things you have never thought you could accomplish. I am Jacob Lander, and I'm running for state representative in District 49. I've created hundreds of jobs good paying jobs that families can build prosperous lives based on those jobs. This is my challenge and I need your help. Your vote and your support will ignite a bright new future for all of us. Paid for by the Jacob Landry for Louisiana campaign. With more than 50 years of pain diagnosis and pain relief experience, Headache and Pain Center offers the latest in interventional pain relief techniques at two locations in Gray and here in New Iberia. Compassionate board certified physicians and the caring staff offer minimally invasive ultrasound and fluoroscopy guided procedures that diminish or eliminate pain without open surgery, opioids, or major downtime. When you're in pain, you know who to call. Headache and Pain Center, 337-560-0880 or go to answer to pain.com time out all right remember we're a team that plays together listen the winning will take care of itself we just have to get everyone involved in interscholastic sports we celebrate what makes every one of us unique and in the pursuit of a common goal everyone in the huddle in the bleachers and in the community comes together This message presented by the LHSAA and the Louisiana High School Athletic Directors Association. Now back to Bayou Sports on the all-new Kane 107.5. Welcome back to Bayou Sports here on a big hump day, Wednesday, October the 18th. And on the line with us is head football coach Artie Laouz of the Delcom Panthers. And uh, good morning, coach. And as always, welcome to the show. Morning, guys. How are y'all doing? Uh, Pretty good, coach. And uh, with that, of course, uh, Big game uh, against, uh, I guess, an in-parish rival was the uh, Panthers of Delcom travel to Catholic High to take on the Panthers, who are having a pretty good year. And, uh, of course, uh, as we've talked uh, throughout uh, on this show uh, through Wednesdays and when you're on each week, uh, your team being awful young, inexperienced. But I'll tell you one thing, Coach, they fought hard. They took it to the Panthers. It's just uh, lack of manpower right now. I know you have an inexperienced team. They're awful young. But I'll tell you what, they played hard, Coach, and, that's all I can uh, comment on that. Your teams do play hard uh, throughout the uh, 48 minutes of the game. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, and I, I'm real proud of the way these guys don't give up. And, you know, it, it's kind of they're, they're going to fight no matter what the circumstance is. And, and that builds a lot of character. And I believe that will pay off in the future. There you go. Coach, uh, tell us uh, how you felt that game went, uh, some of the, the positive takeaways and, 
and maybe a couple of negatives as well. But uh, again, how that game progressed for you? Well, I, I tell you, you know, um, it, it was real hard for us to get anything going offensively. Uh, you know, Kasakai's defensive line just just overpowered us, uh, and um, you know, we just kind of slow off the ball a little bit at times. So we really have to work on that speed coming off the ball. Um, you know, and then their speed. Once people get into the open field with us, it's kind of hard for us to to get the get to those guys with our lack of speed right now in the secondary. But you know, like you you like you guys said, the guys are really uh, fighting hard. They're giving everything they have. It's not for lack of effort. Um, it, it's just uh, you know we're just growing right now. Gotcha there. So uh, you take on uh, a West St. Mary team. In fact, your next three games are at home and. Uh, maybe a great opportunity to build a little momentum uh, to wrap up the regular season. But West St. Mary, what do you know about the Wolfpack at this point? Yeah, you know, they, uh, like like us, they're a winless team, but they present their problems with their, their speed and athleticism. Uh, they do like to put the ball in the air, mostly short passes, uh, try to get it to their receivers out on the edge and let them run. Um, and then they'll go into a power formation and try to kind of beat you up because they got some big guys on the line and, and they put in the backfield to, to kind of power ahead at you. But, you know, I think one of their big problems this year has been consistency um, and, and making mistakes at inopportune times. So, you know, if we're able to take advantage of some of that, um, you know, we may be able to stay in this game. Gotcha. And for the home fans, um, how do you get them in the stands, or is that even a problem even uh, with the record? Oh, that's never a problem in Delcom. This town supports this team, uh, win or lose, and it's a great place to coach, that's for sure. There you go. Um, homecoming, is that right this week? Yep, we got homecoming. We had our uh, fall break the last two days, and today we'll have a, a – float decorating day today and tomorrow and then uh tomorrow we have our parade tomorrow evening at 5 30 and uh you know game and open house on on friday so it'll be a fun week here you know i i'm i'm looking forward to talking to the uh, superintendent of schools tomorrow he's scheduled when did fall break become a thing this is the first year i can remember having it you know and i'm not sure what went into that decision but i didn't (laughs) mind it (laughs) I get it. I understand. Uh, I always thought of Thanksgiving, that whole week off, as sort of a fall break. But, uh, again, uh, like you said, how how did it impact practice uh, this week for you? Well, it was a little different, you know. And, actually, Monday morning we got out early, and it was nice and cool. So that was was nice. Yesterday the seniors had some activities in the morning, so we went at regular time. But, uh, you know, I, I do like those morning practices, and then you have the rest of your day off. So that was fun. There you go. Well, Coach, uh, any uh, homecoming activities uh, yet today or tomorrow? Well, today it's all, all about the kids decorating their float. We have a 90-minute uh, activity schedule, so after lunch they'll, they'll get off and, um, you know, start preparing for the parade and, and having fun with that. And the big parade for the public is going to be um, Thursday at 530. That runs from school to the Shrimp Festival grounds, followed by the big bonfire. Excellent. You got approval to light the fire, and uh, I would imagine some backup uh, fire trucks and things like that. Yeah, I believe so, because they always have the fire truck there ready to uh, put it out at the end. So I think everything will be okay with that. Real good. Well, best of luck in uh, the rest of your week of preparation, uh, keeping the kids focused on what is at hand. Uh, Always more enjoyable to enjoy homecoming uh, after a victory. 
Absolutely. Hopefully we'll get one. All right, Coach. Uh, we'll look forward to recapping it on Saturday morning, and we'll check in with you next uh, Wednesday as well. All right, guys. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Good luck to you, Coach. Anyway, tough year for the Delcom Panthers. As I called the game uh, last uh, last week, last Friday night, they play hard. They just – you know, they're not necessarily – they're usually outsized, and uh, the speed, as he mentioned a few times, is a factor. And uh, But as the kids, you know, he's playing a lot of underclassmen uh, for the Delcom Panthers. And as they – you know, with six seniors, three juniors, uh, they're maybe a year, year and a half away. But uh, hopefully he's got some kids getting a lot of experience. And I hate to say it like this, but as the game slows down, mm-hmm. when, you're in, when you're in position, you know, and it just seems like the game slows slows down a lot more and uh it's when you become more uh, adaptive to making plays and all so hopefully that'll work out for coach Laus and also for coach Rick Hudson too who's also has a pretty youthful team in that regard so uh with that of course uh football tomorrow night the Catholic High Panthers take on the Franklin Hornets and uh who've got some speed and who's got some size too for the Panthers and uh, of course last week uh Jeff uh, the uh, Lowerville Tigers took down, uh, uh, I believe it was uh, uh, the Franklin, Franklin Hornets, yeah. yeah, by a score of, I think, uh, 31-28 as Coach uh, uh, Terry Martin was on with us here uh, Monday talking about uh, that Franklin, you know, possesses uh, some talent on that squad. So we'll see what the Panthers can do. Of course, they head into there uh, with a 5-2 and two record. Uh, right now, Franklin comes in 3-4. and four. That game can be heard here right here on Kane Radio at FM 107.5 and AM 1240 for uh, airtime. It'll be around 6.30, 6.35 with the kickoff at 7. And then tomorrow, uh, I should say Friday night, uh, we've got another big ball game uh, here on Kane uh, Radio as the uh, Westgate uh, uh, Tigers take on probably one of the finer teams in Louisiana high school football on the uh, Lafayette Christian uh, team, which comes in, uh, uh, Jeff, and uh, – uh, they can give uh, Westgate a lot of issues, too. They've got a fine quarterback who's an LSU commitment, but don't think he'll be a quarterback in college. He's just a phenomenal athlete, and that game will be uh, airtime around 6-10, I do believe, and uh, with the kickoff at 7. Correct. Is that correct? Uh, as the LCA comes to town, and uh, last week, to give you an indication, in this team – plays a pretty good football game they thrashed uh turlings catholic last week 62 to 3 in that game so uh we'll see how that'll all come forth uh with high school football uh here in the area of course uh other high school games here in our area uh we'll see how that's all going to take place uh, some interesting ball games too and that uh, jeff as the uh, uh some games around the uh, state uh, uh, will take place and uh, uh, with my uh, markings here, I forgot to pull up some of them, but uh, with that, of course, locally, uh, as we've mentioned, most of our teams, of course, uh, the uh, St. Martinville Tigers will journey to uh, Kaplan to take on the Kaplan Parts in a big ball game for them. Of course, the Yellow Jackets uh, also uh, take on uh, Como, and uh, both of these teams, I, I don't know if Como's won a game yet this year like the Yellow Jackets. Uh, hopefully we can see the Yellow Jackets break through with a win. They're at home, and they play Sulphur uh, the next week. Uh, and another team they uh, have an opportunity to, to beat in that. So uh, elsewhere, as we mentioned, Catholic High on tomorrow night taking on Franklin. The Westgate Tigers, as I mentioned earlier, LCA over at, uh, here in New Iberia. That game will be uh, – 
on the broadcast of 107.5 and AM 1240. And the West St. Mary, of course, journeys uh, to uh, Delcom to take on the Panthers uh, with that. Other games in the area for our local teams, too. The Lorville Tigers travel to Ascension Episcopal. And, and what I th- could feel, not taking anything away from Franklin or Catholic High, but could be a, a for a district championship in that, that particular ball game as uh, the Tigers – uh, of course, haven't lost a district game. Uh, they're 2-0, and taking on Ascension Episcopal in a big ball game over there uh, with that. Meanwhile, uh, the Generate Tigers journey to Holland Baptist or uh, to play Holland Baptist in Generate, excuse me. And Generate just having a great year this year. I think they're either 5-1 and one or possibly 5. Uh, I'm pretty sure they've lost a second game now. Yeah, they lost to uh, Vermillion Catholic early in the year, and they also were defeated by Central Catholic. So, uh, yeah, they're two losses on the year. They come in at 5-2, and two, take on Holland Baptist. Uh, meanwhile, of course, uh, Holland Baptist uh, looking for that first win this year uh, as they've got uh, two more home games after journeying to Generet, uh Friday night. They take on Centerville in, uh, at home and also Central Catholic at home. And, of course, the Delcom Panthers uh, taking on uh, West St. Mary. And as you mentioned on the air, they've got two more home games against Ascension Episcopal and Lorville to end their uh, season uh, with that. Uh, of course, uh, as we mentioned earlier, the Tigers taking on Army. Uh, the Black Knights uh, this weekend up at Tiger Stadium. I think the first time LSU's ever played Army, too, considering uh, the length of the programs. Of course, LSU began playing football back in 1893, and I'm sure Army. What surprising probably was earlier than that. Uh, elsewhere, the Cajuns uh, take on Georgia State at uh, Cajun Field uh, with that. And uh, Cajuns look to uh, add on uh, another victory. Of course, uh, they beat Texas State last week in a shootout, blocking a punt late in the game to go on to win that game 34-30. to Meanwhile, Georgia State comes into town at 6-1. and one. And or five and one, and taking on the Cajuns, who are uh, two and a half to three point pick in that game. Of course, the Cajuns go on the road for three out their last five. They head to South Alabama, who won big last night over Southern Miss, fifty five to three. And they head to South Alabama next weekend, and uh, followed by traveling to Arkansas State, then coming home to play Southern Miss, then going to Troy, and then of course the annual battle against the Warhawks of UL Monroe, which UL Monroe last year upset the Cajuns, so a little be a little bit of a payback. Tulane, meanwhile, uh, will be at home for homecoming, taking on North Texas out of Denton, Texas. And uh, North Texas can put up points, uh, but their defense uh, pretty much uh, gives up a lot of points. So uh, a lot of football taking place right now here, Jeff, uh, with that. And, uh, of course, the Saints tomorrow night on here on uh, primetime, Amazon, uh, if you've got uh, access to that. Or if you have a uh, Cox business account, you can watch that game on channel 1968. Meanwhile, time to take another break here at Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240. We'll be back with a little talk about the uh, Pelicans and today in sports history. We'll be right back. Is it time for a new roof or to repair the old one? Hi, this is Jake Blanchard with L.A. Classic Roofing. We're a third-generation roofing contractor that has been in the business for over 70 years. As a locally owned and operated company, we're also licensed and insured for your peace of mind. We offer free estimates and a $100 referral fee for full roof replacement. Check us out on Facebook at L.A. Classic Roofing. And the number to call is 465-3888. L.A. Classic Roofing, professional roofing solutions since the 1950s. 
With more than 50 years of pain diagnosis and pain relief experience, Headache and Pain Center offers the latest in interventional pain relief techniques at two locations in Gray and here in New Iberia. Compassionate board certified physicians and the caring staff offer minimally invasive ultrasound and fluoroscopy guided procedures that diminish or eliminate pain without open surgery, opioids, or major downtime. When you're in pain, you know who to call. Headache and Pain Center, 337-560-0880 or go to answertopain.com. Hey guys, if you're looking for the top golf experience in Iberia Parish, you need to look no further than Cane Row Golf and Turf Club. Low or high handicappers will enjoy the beautiful greens, the recently refurbished sand traps, and incredibly plush fairways. And by the way, you don't have to be a golfer to enjoy Cane Row. The brand new clubhouse sports some of the best burgers, pizza, wings, and many other choices along with absolutely the best, most potent margaritas that you've ever tried. So whether it's golf, food, or just some fun, come to Cane Row and enjoy. Nowadays, none of us can be without adequate insurance coverage, but we still want to be sure we're getting the best value for the money. That's why so many people call the Schwing Insurance Agency to get a quote. The Schwing family has been handling the insurance needs of businesses and homeowners for almost 80 years. You can depend on Schwing Insurance to find the coverage you need at the best price. So before you buy a new policy or renew an existing one, call the Schwing Insurance Agency for a quote at 365-2357. Schwing Insurance, 300 East Main, across from the shadows. Now back to Bayou Sports. Phone lines are open to talk sports at 367-1240. Welcome back to Bayou Sports here on a big hump day, Wednesday, uh, October the 18th. And, uh, you know, we haven't talked much about the Pelicans. The NBA season's right around the corner as they're going to tip it off in their final address rehearsal before the regular season. Uh, of course, NBA coaches, just like uh, NFL coaches, uh, often rest uh, their best players and wasn't the case uh, last night when uh, the Pelicans uh, faced the Orlando Magic. Of course, uh, Pelicans coach Willie Green played all of his starters in the first half, and his team, he felt, needed some experience. you got to remember, Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram have played, as I mentioned earlier in the broadcast, only 93 games together since they became teammates in 2019. That's four years uh, of uh, basketball that they've only played, uh, if my math is correct, that's over 300 games, and they've only played in 93 together until Tuesday, and the Pelicans had looked abysmal so far here in the preseason. Uh, and uh, Green's group looked more focused than it did in the two previous games. And uh, Williamson snatched four steals in the first quarter, which is a tone setter as the Pelicans won uh, 104-92 over the Magic in Orlando. Williams finished with 16 points, three rebounds, three assists, five steals in 16 minutes. He converted six out of eight field goal attempts. And uh, he mentions it was an encouraging effort for a 23-year-old who's entering his critical fifth season in NBA, uh, which he is trying to prove he can consistently stay on the court. So four of New Orleans' five starters scored in double figures. Ingram had a career-high 18. C.J. McCollum scored 11. And, of course, the big center, uh, Jonas, uh, chipped in with 10 points. And uh, New Orleans trailed by two at halftime. The New Orleans attempted 12 three-pointers uh, three across the first two quarters, converted just one of those attempts, and preseason amplified. The Pelicans are going to miss a, a sweet shooting guard, Trey Murphy, who's expected to be sidelined until sometime in November with a right knee injury. So uh, in the meantime, off the bench, training camp invitee Trey Jemison uh, scored 10 points, grabbed nine rebounds. It was near a double-double for the center, finished his college career at uh, Alabama-Birmingham. So uh, – 
with that, the Pelicans uh, opened the regular season against Memphis, uh, their Southwest Division rival, and on the road October the 25th. Pelicans hope to have key reserves uh, Jose Alvarado and Larry Nance Jr. back in the lineup by then. Ankle injury sideline both players for the entire preseason. Of course, the Pelicans finished the preseason with a 1-3 record. They committed 19 turnovers on Tuesday, a large amount, but an improvement compared to their previous games when they had combined 50 turnovers. Of course, uh, New Orleans still has issues to work through on the offensive end. It, uh, at least uh, they have a good effort and, and what coaches asked for. So uh, with that, let's just hope Zion Williamson can stay healthy for uh, maybe 70, 75 games uh, he can play in uh, and contribute along with Brandon Ingram and the other uh, Pelicans. So hopefully uh, they can have a pretty decent year with him in the lineup. And he adds a lot of explosiveness to the team and rebounding offensively uh, with that. So uh, yeah, The it, only thing I've really seen on him, and, and again, it's great that he's playing first and foremost, but rusty. Um, some NBA executive uh, suggested he just looks rusty, and and that's somewhat understandable, um, but surprising that he's not getting more minutes if that's the case. Yeah, and you know, Charles Barkley even talked about him a little bit over the weekend, and that he needs to get in tip-top shape. Needs to, And Charles Barkley, as we all know, when he came into the NBA, he was quite pudgy and uh, playing uh, at that time, and uh, who went on to lose? Round mound or rebound. That's uh, right. You know, and that was his nickname, but you're right. He eventually trimmed up. Yeah, he and when he did his course, game. He's and, since regressed a little. <laughs> yes, yeah, and don't ever watch his golf swing. My goodness. Anyway, uh, he lost like 40 or 50 pounds, Damn. and uh, he beca- his stamina was so much better and uh, just became a heck of a player. And on that uh, dream team, he led them in scoring with the dream team uh, in the Olympics in 90. Too. And Barkley uh, was critical of Zion Williamson that he needs to get in shape, drop some weight off, and uh, get a little hungrier, and uh, and uh, also uh, keep away from the fatigue factor during the course of games. But uh, Zion, we'll see if he can stay healthy. Uh, you know, uh, even Anthony Davis, when he was with the Pelicans, uh, suffered through some injury situations, and also out in L.A. So just maybe brittle. I'm not sure. Anyway, today in sports history here on the 18th of October, back in 1924, Harold Redgrange, the finest collegiate football game of his life, had four long TD runs. And, of course, uh, Grant and Rice wrote about him in that particular, uh, the Galloping Ghost, uh, uh, Redgrange. So uh, just a tremendous football player later played on in the NFL, the early NFL. Also in this date, 1953, Willie Thrower becomes the first black NFL quarterback in modern times. And I forgot to look up a little bit more about him, but uh, not familiar uh, with him at all. Also in this date, 1955, the track and field names Jesse Owens, the all-time track athlete, uh, the first half of the century. Also on this date, 1960, Casey Stingle was retired by the Yankees. And Casey made the comment the uh, Yankees said he was getting too old at 70 years of age. Casey Stingle replied that I'll never be 70 again. Of course, he won 12 pennants, uh, uh, 10 pennants in 12 years with the Yankees. Also in this date, 1967, Major League Baseball, the American League votes to allow Kansas City to move to Oakland, California, 
and expand the league to 12 teams in 1971 with KC and the Seattle teams being added later. But they were accelerated, and they let them come in in 69 due to pressure from Kansas City's politicians. Of course, Seattle, the pilots, only stayed in Seattle one year before moving to Milwaukee to become the Brewers. Elsewhere in this date in uh, 1968, long jumper Bob Beeman set an incredible world record at 29 feet, two and a half inches, course up in the Mile High uh, Mexico City Olympics. 22-inch improvement over the previous world record in the bro- long jump. Elsewhere in this date, 1974, Chicago Bull Nate Thurman becomes the first NBA player to complete with a quadruple double with 22 points, 14 rebounds, 13 assists, and 12 blocks to go on to uh, the initial quadruple uh, 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 complete uh, double. Anyway, also on this date, 1977 in the World Series, Reggie Jackson hits his three consecutive home runs, tying Babe Ruth's World Series record as the uh, Yankees beat the Dodgers four games to two. Of course, uh, MVP, three pitches, too. The three first pitches, that's yeah. right. Of course, it was done again by uh, um, Albert Pujols in the 2011 series and also again the following year by Setatal of the Giants, who hit three homers in one game. And uh, and the Yanks, I just went up and looked at the Yanks. That was their 21st championship and their first championship in 15 years. I think the longest drought they had in many years. Of course, they had the drought from uh, 1981 to again in 96, I believe, when they finally are – Played in a World Series again. And, uh, of course, the last time the Yanks win the World Series, hard to believe, was in 2009. Uh, Yanks have not been in a World Series in the last 14 years. Elsewhere uh, on this date in 1992, Philadelphia Eagle Randall Cunningham since an NFL quarterback scramble record in his career, 3,683 yards he'd scramble for by this date. Also in this date in 2009, t- quarterback Tom Brady throws five touchdown uh, passes in the second quarter against Tennessee, ties an NFL record for TD passes in one quarter. Also in this date, a little more baseball in 2012, the Tigers beat the Yankees four games to nothing, believe it or not, to win the AL championship and go on to play in the World Series where they lost to the Giants. Also in this date in 2013, in the NL championship, the Cardinals beat the Dodgers four games to two. Uh, they went on to lose to the Red Sox in the World Series. Birthdays today, uh, born on this date, 1928. My all-time favorite college uh, sportscaster, Keith Jackson, was born on this day way back in uh, 1928. Of course, he was born in, believe it, I never heard of this little town, Roopville, Georgia. He, of course, <laughs> Keith Jackson passed away in 2018. Just I can still hear him say, yeah, oh, Nelly, as <laughs> Keith Jackson. Of course, went to school up in Washington, too, out in the northwest part of the country. Elsewhere, uh, birthdays today, probably one of the finest tackles the Green Bay Packers ever had. Born on this date, 1933, Forrest Gregg, uh, Hall of Fame tackle, nine-time pro bowler, all-pro seven times, and coach of the Browns, the Toronto uh, uh uh, team up in Canada, the Bengals, the Packers, born in Birthright, Texas. Of course, uh, Forrest Gregg passed away in 2019. Also born on this date, Iron Mike in 1939. Of course, uh, the NFL coach of the Bears, Cowboys, and Saints. And uh, was the Rookie of the Year back in 1961. Played his collegiate football at Pittsburgh. Born in Carnegie, Pennsylvania. 
Also born on this date, 1956, Martina Navratilova, the Czech-American tennis player, 18 Grand Slam uh, tournament titles, born in Prague, uh, Czech Republic. Also uh, born on this day, uh, Thomas the Hitman Hearns, the great boxer, born in 1958, first to win world titles. He won world, I did not realize that, won world titles in five different weight classifications. He was born in Memphis, Tennessee, uh, Thomas Hitman Hearns. Also passing away on this date, uh, uh, a guy that's uh, Saint fans and Arla fans love to death, uh, 2013 passed away, Bum Phillips. Passed away on this date uh, back in uh, 2013, as I mentioned. He was 90 years old. Uh, as, uh, Bum Phillips, uh, uh, I think he spent a little bit too much time at the fairgrounds instead of the Saints practice facilities. But one thing Bum did know, he knew horse flesh, meaning not a pun on the players in the league, but he had some fine players over with the Houston Oilers. Just as he said, we knocked on the door this year. Next year, we're going to kick it in. Oilers just weren't able to knock off the Steelers when they were making their glorious runs back in the late 70s. Of course, Bum coached the Saints for, what, four or five years uh, until they brought in Jim Mora in uh, 1986, I do believe, when the uh, Saints changed hands from Meekum to uh, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Benson. Uh, uh, anyway, Jeff, I uh, went on the quote of the day. I'm going to go back to Bum Phillips. Uh, Bum Phillips said, you know, some reporter asked him, well, how do you win? He says, well, by getting average players to play good and to get good players to play great. He said, that's how you win. And Bum Phillips, one thing he did do, uh, uh, the Aulis, who were pretty bad at one time, he got the uh, Aulis into a couple championship games, never to uh, make the Super Bowl, but uh, the Steelers uh, – kept them out of the Super Bowl for a few years and uh, the Raiders too by that matter but uh, anyway Bum Phillips uh, just a fine coach good man uh, for both the Oilers and the Saints anyway Jeff uh, that's today in sports history uh, here today on October the 18th real good big thanks to our guest today Highland Baptist's Rick Hudson Arnie Liuza head coach over at Delcom I appreciate them joining us Josh Learman and Carol Olivier coaches at Nish and uh, Katie Anna Christian School, respectively, uh, join us tomorrow. We'll look forward to that. And as always, thanks to our sponsors, Bayou Sports, brought to us by Jacob Landry, now uh, state representative-elect out of District 49, L.A. Classic Roofing, the Headache and Pain Center, Cane Row Golf and Turf Club, and the Schwing Insurance Agency.